Hello, everyone. Yes, we can see people are coming in. Good evening, good morning, depending on where you are on this beautiful planet. Perfect. So many people are coming right now, and we had almost a uh, hundred people waiting at the YouTube. I see from all over the place: U.S., Canada, Mexico, Singapore. We have a lot Whoa. of traders from. UK. Yeah, we do have actually a big community of traders from Singapore. Uh, I did uh, last year. I was in Singapore, and I saw a couple of them. Uh, there's a good uh, trading mindset in Singapore, actually. Pitman from London. Yes. Singapore is a major financial hub. Um, one of the mm -hmm. firms I work with has a, a branch office in Singapore. Love going there. Um, but they have a finger on the pulse of Asian markets that you just don't get, even being in London. You certainly don't get in New York, but uh, even in London. It, it's great being in Singapore. Yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful city as well. Uh, we have from Middle East too. I see Kuwait, Dubai. Uh, I see someone from Saudi. Well, yeah, from all over the place we have. <clears throat> That's great. Perfect. Uh, well, thank you very much, everyone, for coming. Um, again, it's just... Uh, uh, it's our pleasure always that uh, uh, our presentation, especially by you, Dr. Brett and uh, uh, Mike, always well attended. We always get very positive feedback. Um, and everyone is really excited. Whenever we are announcing that you are having a talk with us, everyone is getting excited. And uh, originally, there was another presentation. Yeah. And as you mentioned, uh, we posted, we changed the, uh, today's presentation with yours, and everyone is just so happy. Perfect. So one more minute and then we'll start, if you don't mind. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, we are live also on YouTube. Perfect. All right, guys, uh, so I start. Uh, uh, good evening, everyone. Good morning, depending on where you are in this uh, beautiful planet that we have. Uh, this is my um, honor that uh, we are hosting Dr. Brett Steinbarger and Mike Belafure um, to our community. Um, they don't really need any introduction. Dr. Brett uh, is a very a well-known uh, author and trading coach and psychologist, and their, his books are, you know, really a must in every trader's shelf. Uh, Mike Belafurel, co-founder of SMB, I'm sure everyone know him from his books, uh, Playbook and One Good Trade. They have a YouTube channel, SMB University and SMB Capital. They're always contribution to the trading community, and every trader, I think, must follow uh, Dr. Brett and Mike, uh, uh, into 
uh, in social media and follow their work. So the, today's topic is about uh, learning in a community. I mean, we are variable traders is a trading community of uh, non-professional people, I mean, people who are individual traders. And uh, as a community, we learn together, we trade together, uh, we make mistakes together, and overall, we try to be uh, better traders. And same thing it can be for prop traders. Prop traders also uh, a community, a more professional, in a more organized manner. And Mike really representing a, a very well-known uh, prop trading firm, uh, SMB Capital. And the, you know, the whole point of this presentation is how we can learn from each other as a community. Either you are a prop trader or you're part of an online uh, community. And I think it's, there's a lot of great material that we can learn. I myself never been into any prop firm and I wanna know how mentorship, how you know collective learning and experience work in that. So uh, with saying that, I just wanna hand it over to Mike and Dr. Brett, thank you so much for coming. And yeah, uh, it's yours. If there's any question, please type it into the questions tab. And by the end of the presentation, we get into the questions. Thank you so much and over to you. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it. Let's do something, Dr. Steenbarger, that we've actually never done together in a webinar, but that we have done hundreds of times together at our firm, the firm that, that I started, SMB Capital in New York City. And this is a picture from our prop firm where we're all together in New York City. Right now, we're actually just like you guys. Right now, we are all remote. Right now, we are uh, using technology like Discord and Skype and Zoom to con keep connected with our desks and phones uh, as we handle a very difficult time uh, in our nation's history. <clears throat> but when we are all together and we are in New York City and Dr. Steenbarger is with us, we do something very special, which is we start our AM meeting with some words of wisdom from the very best trading coach in the country, Dr. Steenbarger, who has a very special perspective because of his vast Rolodex and because of the different types of people that he coaches and, and works with around the world. SMB is a proprietary trading desk. We are a very special place. We have a very special firm. We have very special teams with very talented traders. And it certainly is a privilege to run SMB and to trade at SMB. But we are in the active trading, proprietary trading space. And Dr. Steenbarger, swims in much deeper and broader waters uh, than we do at SME Capital. And so I always appreciate the traders immensely enjoy when he comes to visit with us and work with our traders and starts the morning with what he's hearing is significant and important to the big money traders and the big money firms that he's working with. So. Dr. Steenbarger, for the first time, let's let's mimic how we start a morning session at SMB Capital with your opening remarks. 
Okay, Mike, thank you very much. Thank you for having us today, Andrew and company. So what we're doing right now, right here, we are going to hold this meeting as if you are all, all you attended, all of you who are attending, you're now part of our prop trading firm. We are now holding a morning meeting and we are preparing you for the trading day. This is real time, what happens, what would be discussed. And Wait what's a second, gonna we're happen? gonna have to go get some more money for that. Oh, okay, okay, good, 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 good. Lift the offer. Um, and after I present some views, Mike is going to go around the room, so to speak, and see if you have some ideas to share, which you could type in and we'll go through those. So this is real time, what it's like to be at a prop firm. Is that right, Mike? It is. Good, okay, here we go. So what's been going on in markets? A few perspectives I'd like to share. These are the perspectives I normally only share with the firms I work with. Let's look at the stock market in the US, but it applies overseas as well we have seen a complete change in how the market has been trading the last few days. Now this is very important. Up to a certain point, just a few days ago, we had quite a rally in stocks, but what we had was some sectors performing quite well, like technology, that benefit from this COVID environment and other sectors performing poorly, ones that would not benefit from the environment. Small caps were lagging, financial shares were lagging because of concerns about banks. And so we had a rally, but it was a selective rally. It's what we call a sector rotational market. Certain sectors were benefiting more than others. And then recently the trade changed. We saw the lagging sectors catching a bid. We saw continued strength in some of the strong sectors. And you saw that with some of the shares that reported earnings today. And so we got a couple days of rally where the breadth was extremely strong and I posted on the trader feed about this. You had a large number of stocks advancing in the S&P 500 index, but you also had a large number of stocks trading higher, advancing in the Russell 2000 index. And I posted charts where you can actually follow that. Now, what is that telling you? If there is broad buying in the S&P 500 universe and there's broad buying in the uh, uh, small stock universe, it's telling you that institutions are lifting offers and buying, 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 buying. They weren't doing that before. This is a change. This is important. <clears throat> Why would they do that? When I've asked some people, they've said, oh, it's because of the Fed. The Fed is providing so much liquidity. Bullshit. The Fed was providing liquidity a few weeks ago. What the portfolio managers I talk to are focusing on 
is that for the first time, there are some indications that there might be some effective treatments for this coronavirus. And we saw it today with the news about remdesivir from Gilead Sciences. And we saw how the market rallied when the phase three trials uh, were reported to look pretty good. And we've also seen a lot of interest in the work on vaccines, particularly being done at Oxford University, which was successful with a monkey population and now they're uh, working on human populations in clinical trials. So for the first time, we have some glimmer of possibility that there would be successful treatments. And if there are successful treatments, and it's an if, not all the clinical trials are done, this is an if, but if there are, then we no longer see strains on the hospital and healthcare system. It means that it's safer to go outside and return to work. It means that the economy can return to normal quicker. It means that people's lives can return to normal quicker. And all these institutions, the ones I work with, all these institutions, they have been underinvested. They bailed out. They were afraid of the environment. They were underinvested and now they are chasing. Now they're buying, buying, buying. And so if you look at the NYSE tick statistics, we see upticks, upticks, upticks. We see advances in the small caps, advances in the S&P 500 universe because they have been underinvested. This is an important change. And we want to factor that into our decision-making going forward. If we get locked into our old mindset of, oh, we have to retest the lows. Oh, this is a bear market. The economy is so weak. We miss what the institutions are really thinking and really doing in real time. Now, just I'll one other you. thing. That, one other thing that will help people's trading short term. That's a big picture perspective. When you see dramatic buying early in the session, and not just buying in the index like the index is up, but broad buying across all sectors, across small caps and large caps, when you see broad strength early in the session, the first thought you want to have is, this could be a trend day. We had that happen recently and I posted it to uh, the uh, Trader Feed blog and I tweeted it today. This is setting up as a, a trend day. There's so much strength. Institutions can't get enough stock because they were underinvested. A trend day means we open near the lows and we're gonna close near the highs and we can put on positions early, ride them into the close. We can trade around it flexibly and, and know that we're likely to make higher lows. What a great opportunity for the day trader. But you need to be able to see what's going on in the broad market to identify that trend day early and take advantage of it. Was that coherent, Mike? Yes.
Yes, and I see him still in this picture. Yeah, I've been up since four in the morning working with trainers. <laughs> That's as coherent as I can get. This is what we talk about in a morning meeting. This kind of stuff, sharing perspectives that other that you might not otherwise get. I'll share one more perspective. Can I do that, Mike? Yes, please. I'm, I'm on a roll. You know, I'm. I'm on my second smoky scotch. What can I tell you? Okay. So imagine looking at, you know what the RSI is, right? Imagine looking at a five-day RSI for a stock, you know, maybe like Amazon. So you're looking at the five-day RSI. It's an overbought, oversold indicator on a five-day basis. It's telling you if it's strong or weak. Imagine taking the five-day RSI for every single S&P 500 stock and then creating an average out of that. So you have the average five-day RSI for all 500 S&P stocks. When that number gets high, as in the top quartile of its readings, the odds of being higher 20 days later are very good. When that number gets very low and it's, the market is broadly oversold, the odds of the market getting much higher 20 days later are very good. It's called momentum when we have very strong readings in that indicator. And it's called value or mean reversion when we have very low values in that number. Broad strength or broad weakness creates an upside market. And we can create indicators that capture momentum and value. It's a big part of the edge that quant traders use at funds. And we can duplicate that kind of work. And I'm happy to share with people going forward on my blog. So what will happen next is we'll go around the room and individual traders will start to share the one or two ideas that they're looking at. And so today, our biggest winner was in CAPR. I'm sure many of you traded that today. We will be looking at that as potential second day play. Uh, guys will inevitably mention that Tesla had earnings, that they beat on revenues, that it's gapping up, and will want to trade that. Inevitably, traders will want to trade Facebook as it's gapping up over 9%, had good earnings during you know, this tough economic time, but, but they continue to do well and will... Uh, run through ideas like that. Inevitably, traders will talk about when and how during a meeting with the White House, their CEO uh, mentioned the casinos could open by Memorial Day. And, and so traders will go around the room. INO is a stock that traders have been flagging recently. And they'll give their perspective. We will uh, say things like the market 
you know, we said this today, actually, you know, the market is uh, in a regime now where as we get a little bit closer to reopening the economy in different parts of the country, that stocks are catching a bit. And there is going to be more news that comes out as we get closer to opening up the economy and, and what will those steps be particularly. Uh, is New York gonna come forward with the particular plan? How are companies in New York City actually gonna go about doing this? Are we going to be taking people's temperatures in the lobbies through scanners as they walk in? Uh, are we gonna test people for antibodies and let them go back to work? Is everybody gonna wear a mask on the trading desk uh, and so we're, we seem to be in this regime of things are getting better. People are feeling more comfortable and keep keep an eye out on whether we start to get some data that some of these states that have reopened, whether they start to see a spike in, in some of the cases, whether or not they start to see a little bit more a difficulty in their healthcare system. Um, is, is that sort of the the next stage that we're gonna fall into. And so we talk about game planning. Things are going great. Looks like we're opening, lots of positive news, but what if, what if, what if? And we go around the room. And so I wonder if uh, any of you have a stock that you'd like to share that you're particularly interested in for tomorrow and you know, maybe some levels you're looking at and, and why. And that's the value, that's one of the values of being at a prop desk. It's not just me because I wrote a book, a couple of books, and I'm a partner talking at people who have not traded as much as I have. It is somebody like myself seeking out somebody like Dr. Steenbarker who has a much broader and more expansive perspective <laughs> on markets to provide additional resources to our traders and then for each of the traders to share. And then I will, if the ideas based on my experience are, are not worth their attention, I, I will jump in there and say, hey, you know, that that's that's probably not a good idea. Th this stock is uh, doesn't move enough and is not worth your attention. Uh, this stock is not a particularly good intraday stock. Why don't, why don't you, Think about staying away from that. This stock's just too hard for you to trade at the beginning of your career. It's too expensive. It moves too much. You can't control your risk. Uh, move on. Um, but we encourage the, the traders on our desk to share and develop their own ideas and build out their business. So again, so I wonder, is there is there anybody in the community who would like to share an idea? And perhaps uh, somebody would read it off for us. Uh, uh, Mike uh, and Dr. Brett, I have a question uh, before we get into that, uh, and I did ask um, permission to jump into the presentation before. Um, when people are talking about their if-then statement and their ideas, do you think that maybe the newer traders can get biased a little bit and get influenced by more experienced traders 
because we always say you have to be independent thinkers and you have to always come up with your own strategy, your risk management. How do you handle that? How do you enforce the independency of uh, individual traders and not be affected by the community or more experienced traders? Uh, Mike, can I yes. answer that? Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, a beginning trader should not be thinking independently. A beginning trader has no experience from which to think. A beginning trader should copy the experienced traders, learn what they're doing, understand what they're doing, and then explore, then create playbooks of trades and follow patterns in markets and make those patterns their own. But in the beginning, it helps if beginning traders model after the successful traders. You see that kind of mentoring in every important perf uh, performance field where you first model the expert performers and then gradually you make their performance your own by adapting it to your strengths and your perspectives. So we had a historic March. It's the best month we've ever had. We should have, it should have been the best month we've ever had based on the volatility. But even having said that, the performance on the desk was staggering. And so after that month, I sought out Dr. Steenbarger and I said, how do we leverage the success of March so it continues to pay dividends for all of the traders at the firm. And uh, he came up with a terrific idea and I'm gonna call it project leverage. And this is something we're in the middle of building right now. And so Dr. Steenbark suggested, go take the traders that did well and ask them to create a playbook of their best setup from March and also the best practices that led to them trading this setup as well as they possibly can for them. So the second book I wrote is called The Playbook. This is how at our firm, we encourage traders to build their business, to take a half a step back and to expand on what Dr. Steenbarker said. So when you come into SMB Capital, before you get in the doors, you take a course called SMB DNA. That is the foundation that you need to understand trading. It's a great course, great way to start. And then uh, when you are hired and working with us, you take something called the winning trader. The winning trader is a compilation of the setups broken down in variables that the successful traders on our desk are trading with edge and that have helped them become the traders that they are. It, it, it's, it's just a compilation of what winning traders are doing to win. And we encourage traders to experiment, to sample those different trades from the winning traders at our firm. And some of the trades are not gonna be, are not gonna work for for certain traders, doesn't fit their personality and their cognitive skills. Other trades are 
totally going to fit. And the ones that fit, we ask traders to build from, to put into their to put into playbook form and to build out their business that way. And so expanding on that idea, and so every day everybody does a playbook trade of a setup that made the most sense to them, and this becomes what drives their business. So Dr. Steenbarger said, hey, let's have the winning traders build a playbook of their best trade and the best practices that led to them trading that the best that they could. Let's record that and let's create this private library of videos of these traders at our firm walking through these trades. And then I jump into these presentations, by the way, and I ask follow-up questions and highlight the things that are most important in these trades so everybody can learn. And you know, we are we are creating a library of things that are working for new traders to copy, as Dr. Steenbarger is saying. And for experienced traders also to improve because when you teach, it crystallizes why these trades are working. It clarifies why the trades work in your mind. It helps you to internalize what you do best. And so it's good for, for everyone. And so this is, this is something that we're working on our firm right now. We're not sitting back and patting ourselves on the back about how wonderful we were trading in March because we want to continue to get better and, and do better. And let me be clear. The results were phenomenal in March. Okay, we did spend a little bit of time being really proud of our work uh, for 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 March, um, and so I say to you guys, my SMB challenge for bear bull traders to consider is: what if bear bull community? What if your community leveraged its talent and built a similar internal learning page like Project Leverage for your members? What if the winning traders in your community created a playbook of their best setup and the best practices that went into them trading at the best and presented it to the whole community and that that was archived for the rest of time for all of the new guys coming up the curve and for the guys doing well to learn from each other as well for your community. But Mike, can, can I jump in? Sure. The only way you get access to that internal learning page is if you contribute something. In other words, everyone is a teacher, everyone's a student. Everyone contributes. Everyone has experience to contribute and everyone learns from everyone. That's what a community is all about. I wrote a tweet this weekend building on that very point. And I wrote, I tweeted, the trader trading the best at our firm this month, considering experience, is up $25,000. This is about $1 million less in PL than the best trader who would acknowledge should be up more given his abilities. 
you are competing against your best. And that junior trader recently in fulfilling his obligation to share with Project Leverage, uh, recently did a video for everybody on his best trade and why he did his best trading. And this trader has improved tremendously. I remember, and Dr. Seenberg, you're gonna get mad at me for saying this, uh, <laughs> and you, you probably will counsel me after this, not to think this way, but the reality is that there are certain people who I interview who after about 60 seconds, I know I'm going to encourage we hire. And so we have a committee and everybody gives their input, but there are certain traders 60 seconds in, I'm just, I'm just gonna recommend we hire them. And I almost stop listening. And this particular trader 60 seconds into his interview with me, I think I kind of just stopped listening and he was just gonna, he was gonna get my recommendation. And by that, I mean, you know, just somebody who stood out to me, very strong bandwidth, very strong processing skills, uh, great communicator. I want it, somebody I wanted to be around too, which is important to me. Good person who I just wanted to be around. I want people like him at my firm. I'll have fun with more people like him at my firm. And so, uh, you know, in his, in his presentation, and he's just, he's gotten a lot better. It takes time. One of the great gifts that a firm like mine gives to traders is that, you know, in essence, we're going to give you two years. We're going to, where we're going to pay your bills. All you have to do is focus on trading. You don't have to worry about the rents or you know paying the grocery bills. We're going to take care of that, and we're going to train you up and give you all the technology and all the resources. And you just have to study, and you just have to be getting better. And if you're getting better and you're doing the work, we're gonna we're gonna keep supporting you. And so, you know, he's gotten so much better recently. And I asked him to put together a slide on why. And so the specific changes and best practices I've doubled and tripled down on since the volatility spike are rigidity and routine. Does the same thing every day. Meth a methodical size and risk management. Trading my psychological strengths. Selectivity and capitalization through confirmation. And people sometimes think these are silly things that ah, they can't really help somebody that much. They do. They do. And then sometimes people think these are the only things that matter and they don't. He was trading a setup, remember, with Edge that was helping him, trading setups with Edge that was helping him to do well. The two of them go together. You got to have setups with Edge and then you got to be able to you got to have those best practices as leading to your best trading. But these four things, these four, these were four keys to him making significant progress. And that progress was not just, by the way, in March. This has continued through this month as well and had started before 
the high volatility. So this is just a story of high volatility changing somebody's PL around. But th these are the things he did. Uh, Mike, can I jump in? Yes, please. please, please. Yeah, so I absolutely am not going to smack you down for that. In 60 seconds, you learn a lot about a trader. One trader in 60 seconds will tell you how much passion they have for trading. And another trader in 60 seconds will show you every trade that they have playbooked for the last month in detail. So you find out who are the show horses and who are the workhorses. And that tells a lot about who will succeed. Yeah, we have two, uh, there are two traders who used to be in a, in a community uh, just like Bear Bull. And they were, they were independent traders out there in in the US, not hired by a prop firm, just independent traders learning, a part of a community, and you know, not a community as good as, as, as yours, Andrews, but part of a community. And ambitious as all as all can be. And it kept reaching out to us, kept reaching out to us, uh, did an internship with us and impressed enough people at the firm so that they were hired and their 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 last review with you their last monthly review with you i i think was 200 pages long if i remember correctly yeah so it's it's uh yeah talking is uh, you know saying i want to be a great trader is is one thing but, but doing the work, doing the real work. And I remember meeting them in person and them sharing with me their playbook. We had breakfast in Clearwater, Florida. I didn't know what to expect. And here are these two upstart guys, you know, threw down their, threw down their work in front of me, which was the, their playbooks of trades that, that they were taking. I want to I want to say one thing about community, which we're finding interesting and, and important. So we can't meet like this right now. This is a snapshot of a happy hour that we had at a, a rooftop bar in New York City, and you know, miss seeing the guys. But recently we got a little creative and we had a virtual, we had a virtual happy hour at SMB where we all got together over Zoom, met up and talked about what was working and, and, and uh, what we could do better. And what happened during that virtual happy hour, but news broke that Gilead had promising results on its drug that during the virtual happy hour, Dr. Steenbarger uh, was was saying, "Hey, this could be seen as particularly promising." And guys swapped over to their trading screens and started buying some stocks. And uh, you know, we made a bunch of money during a virtual happy hour. 
Uh, and and you know today you mentioned the good news for the Gilead drug. There was more data that came in, uh, suggesting that it's uh, continues to look promising. Um, but but staying connected is, is really important, and and that's that's one of the things that you guys can do, which is you know lean on each other support each other i think that's hard trading's hard there's going to be days where you get beat up good traders have days where you know some of our best traders guys who make two million dollars a year plus do really stupid shit, and they share in their daily report cards with dr steenbarger and myself i was I just don't even know what I was thinking. And you know, these guys are great traders. They make mistakes. And you know, but if you have other guys around you who are going through the same things as you, that can that can be a huge, huge advantage to your your trading career. And one of the things that's so so interesting as we've gone remote, so we can't meet in our offices, is that so at our desk, everybody is grouped into teams. Senior traders run teams. So Shark runs a team and Swang runs a team and Dan G runs a team and Wilgus runs a team and Memo runs a team. They all have teams and junior traders under them who can learn from these senior traders. And now we've gone remote. And one of the things I find interesting is that there's cross-pollination of teams. There's clusters that are being developed so that guys are in their optimal groups so that they are in the most comfortable environments. And so at a prop firm, you physically have to sit in certain areas. Virtually, you actually have a little bit of an advantage because you can go sit next to anybody. You don't have to sit next to the guy who our floor manager told you to sit next to. And you can start to develop these new relationships but working together is huge and you know, forming these clusters of guys who trade like you and you enjoy listening to the way that they call out their trades. It's, certain guys are just, they're too loud or certain guys are too anxious and certain guys are too aggressive. But then there's groups that think like you and trade like you and you, you do best with. Uh, Mike, uh, I have a question uh, because it was always uh, my question. Even um, before the lockdown, uh, people don't need to be Perk City engineer to be part of SMB, uh, your firm. They can actually trade remotely and have access to all of the resources, morning show, morning uh, discussions, and everything. Uh, am I right? Yeah, that's true. And again, we are all remote right now, and. It's the first time in our history where you know, all of our traders are remote. And our technology team did a great job of quickly transitioning the, the infrastructure to the hum best during these times. One of the huge advantages of working at a prop firm like ours is we have technology that just isn't available to retail traders. If you are a profitable trader, and you trade on our technology and you learn how to use it, 
and you collaborate with your team members on how to use it, you will make 30% more in PL just from the technology, the functionality of it, the execution speed, the, 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 the data crunching speed, the fact that it never goes down. I mean, it just does, our, our platform doesn't go down. It just doesn't go down. You know, you hear stories about thinkorswim being slow or going down. You can't enter orders, particularly on those days where we were limit down. I mean, our, our platform doesn't go down. We're able to trade with seamlessly. Um, and so, you know, being up on days like that can make all the difference. So that's a huge, huge advantage. And, you know, we were able to replicate a, a really great technology experience uh, virtually in, in, in short order. But yeah, if you are a trader who wants to grow and you are a trader who has designs of being a seven figure trader, I just had a phone conversation with a particular trader who lives well outside New York City and had been doing well as a retail trader and was making a couple of bucks, you know, six figures. And I, you know, asked what that person's goals were. And when I said to him, you come to a firm like ours because you want to find out how good you can be. You can be a lot better when instead of being able to trade only your capital, there's a $20 million account that you can utilize on an intraday basis where the technology helps you to make 30% more, where you get to talk with Dr. Steenbarger, the best trading coach in the country about your trading uh, if you need to, where there's a risk, there's, where there's a floor manager who is watching you closely so that when you're trading poorly, those days you're just not seeing the screens correctly, you only lose $50,000 instead of $150,000. Or for a newer guy, maybe you only lose $1,000 instead of $10,000. You're keeping more of what you're making. Where you have partners who are thinking about how to provide more resources so that you can get as good as you can be. So that you have technology where you can build automated models or build custom alerts or build scripts to get you into more of your best plays. Where you have traders who have different strategies that are winning that you can learn and try and implement into your trading. Where you have senior partners who understand when market regimes change and can give you advice to say, hey, this is what we should be focusing on. That's uh, th that's the type of environment where you're going to find out how good you can be. Uh, Mike, can I jump in here? Uh, some sure. people have been some people have been asking some good questions here on the chat. One person asked, "What are you doing differently that enables your traders to be more profitable?" Uh, let me just give that as uh, give a perspective on that for for someone who works with the SMB traders, but uh, is uh, separate from SMB. A big part of profitability is not just in how you trade, but what you trade. My perception 
is that many SMB traders are successful because they are in the right stocks, the right opportunities. They are using the technology to screen for opportunities, to see what's moving, to see which levels are being broken. And that is giving them an edge to start with. Being in the right companies, the right stocks is half the battle. You can be a great oil driller, but if you drill in the wrong places, you'll never find oil. You've got to be in the places where there's opportunity. And Shark is a great example of that. Shark first had his success trading low float small caps and uh, then has expanded his playbook by finding trades similar in high beta names, large caps. And then a couple of years ago, we uh, brought you in Dr. Steenbarger and schooled the guys up on trading marketplace, which he's been working on. And when you run into a, a VIX above 60, really pays off. And, you know, this is a picture of Shark receiving his first black shirt. You receive a black shirt at our firm if you make $2 million in net PL for a year. And this is a career milestone. This is something that people are dreaming about from the first day of training at a firm, maybe even during the interview process. It's a huge accomplishment. And I, you know, I remember how proud uh, I felt to see him accomplish this for him and how proud I, he should, he, I told him he should be for his accomplishment. But you know, one of the things that happens at a, at a prop firm is that there are no ceilings. Ceilings are for houses, not traders. There's always a next level you can hit. And so this huge accomplishment where, you know, he made over $2 million for the year in March, he made that look small in March, you know, in just one month, he made well over enough to earn a black shirt in a year, well over. You know, he's shattered his past PL highs because while he was earning that black shirt, he was also learning different setups, adding different setups to his playbook, like marketplace, how to trade spy, how to trade volatility. So he, he had a huge trade in TVX, one of the volatility ETFs, a huge trade in TVX, which he never would have had if he didn't really study his marketplace, work on them for years before March. And if he just would have been happy with you know, making two, three million bucks a year doing what he was doing, then he would have he would have had a ceiling. But you know, at a prop firm, you know, guys are thinking about how to do better all the time.
when it's after they've had a year where they earn a black shirt, it's, well, how do I make eight figures in a year? And you're in the environment with guys who are thinking like that. And you're seeing people who don't walk any differently than you, who came up through the same training program as you, who, you know, you talk to every day, you can be like them. And uh, it's, it sets the tone for what's possible. Uh, again, can I jump in, Mike? Sure. This is very, this is very important for you guys in the bare bull community. And please listen carefully. At a firm like SMB, you are trading the financial capital of the firm. They put up the money. That's what you're trading. When you belong to a community like Bear Bull, you are trading your own financial capital. But if you are a successful community, you are sharing intellectual capital. A community like Bear Bull is a prop firm it's just that you're sharing intellectual capital rather than financial capital. But if you are a successful community, each one teach one. Everyone is sharing ideas. Everyone is learning from everyone. And that makes a synergy that makes everyone better. All right, great. Andrew, can we answer any questions for the community or from you? Yes. Yes, I, I would love to ask a couple of Andrew, questions. Can I uh, say Andrew, can I say before you uh, ask a question? So one thing that you guys should know about Andrew is uh, uh, I am on the board of a charity called Traders for a Cause. And I reached out to Andrew one day when I don't think we knew each other that well yet and said, hey, we've got this charity, it's in Las Vegas, uh, will you contribute? Will you spread the word to your members? And without any hesitation, the person who has founded your community couldn't have been more helpful, couldn't have been more gracious, didn't ask for anything and uh, I, uh, from those of us at Traders for a Cause, greatly appreciate that. But for those of you in the community, uh, understand how important it is to have this community run by a really great person, a really generous person like Andrew. Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate uh, you saying that. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I am uh, very new in trading. I mean, uh, seven, eight years trading career uh, for me, but uh, you guys have been here for decades, Dr. Brett and uh, SMB, uh, and you've been always for us, uh, retail traders, publications, 
and you generously put your time and effort uh, for us. And it was, uh, you know, that donation was on behalf of the community. And I'm actually embarrassed that it wasn't really big enough compared to what you guys are doing for traders for a cause. That's why, um, you know, a lot of our uh, traders have joined your program either as a trading desk and trading your capital or in your course and DNA program. That's why, um, you know, uh, you guys are, you know, one of the reasons that you guys is 20%. If any one of you guys sign up to that program, which I highly recommend, and we have a lot of people who join that program. I mean, um, Traders for a Cause uh, is a great uh, charity that I know you've been involved on that, Mike, from the beginning. And, uh, you know, we're always supporting that. Thank you so much for saying those words. But um, having said that, Mike, um, uh, some people are asking, um, joining your program, um, do they need to uh, be full-time available or someone who has had a job on the West Coast and have some time can join us and, be, and benefit from all of these uh, uh, morning sessions and programs that you have? Yeah, a good place to start is SMB DNA. That uh, is a course you can take on demand. You can go at your own pace the a lot of the sessions are on demand as well and you can uh, check them out at your own hours yeah so i'm looking at the questions um um on the questions tab and um uh trying to find uh, any question uh do you have a chat room doesn't dna have a chat room that uh, like uh bearable traders that uh, you know people come i know you have a really good futures chat room what about the stocks? Do you have that, uh, Mike? We do have a chat room. The uh, the the best thing that you'll take away from something like DNA is this is the training that we're offering to all the traders uh, that we hire on our prop desk. So we have two businesses. We have a proprietary trading desk in New York City. We're a P&L proprietary trading desk. That is a very separate business. We hire for that business. We hire interns who receive invitations. Um, that's the main way that people get hired on our desk. Um, and then we have an education community where we offer for a fee the education that we're sharing and providing to our PL proprietary traders. Um, and then the very best of the students from SME training. The most serious of them, the most dedicated of them, can apply to the prop firm and have applied in the past. I, I can tell you that uh, one of our recent black shirt traders, one of our star traders, was formerly from our education company and earned a seat on the desk and has just become a star. I mean, incredible story. Uh, Mike, those people who uh, take the DNA program and they're part of the university, if they want to become a trader, at, you know, a desk trader, really trade your capital, how's, how's that path? How do you select? How, do you, how can they apply? Can you, you just elaborate a little bit on the path to become a trader at your desk? Sure. If you go through SME training and you're a serious student and you're standing out, and uh, you, you take our training and then you develop a track record. You can apply to the desk, be interviewed by recruiting, 
maybe then get interviewed by Dr. Steenbarger and myself. Uh, it's certainly competitive, but there's a real path to non-traditional people coming into our firm. Uh, we want to attract as many talented people as we can to come into our firm. And instead of thinking that we're going to by ourselves through our recruiting methods, find all of these talented people through the traditional ways that you find people, we think a little bit differently, which is, hey, there's lots of talented people out there that if given a chance can do really, really well. We're only as good as the traders that we bring in, the talent that we bring in. We need to cast a very wide net. But if you're one of those people, there's just tremendous resources that are available at a prop firm. When you go to a prop firm, you, you know, without any doubt, that you had you had the very best chance that you possibly could to succeed. This is something you really want to do. You're going to get those resources. You're going to have that real chance. You're going to find out how good you can be. Uh, Mike, can I jump in? Yes. What, what one and, of and, the and you uh, get to work with Dr. And, and you get to work with Dr. Steenbarger as well if if you get hired. Oh, see the guy with the beer and the picture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that guy. Um, okay, so Ivan asks about Netflix stock, and he he talks about uh, what's setting up in Netflix stock, and um, you know I I trade uh, the overall market myself, and so I'm not going to go too much into detail into something I'm not expert on. But I will tell you that a, a large proportion of equity trading occurs on a long, short basis. In other words, the portfolio managers are long certain strong companies, short certain weak companies, and they volatility adjust their positions so that they're relatively beta neutral. In other words, whether the overall market goes up or down, they can make money if the strong stocks outperform the weak stocks. Netflix has been one of the things they've been buying because it's a winner in the COVID environment. Now, if we start getting a consensus that maybe we won't have a COVID environment going forward in the future, you could see some rotation out of those winners and into the more value stocks that have been beaten down. So I would be looking at the relative strength of Netflix versus other stocks, other sectors, uh, if I were looking to be a buyer of Netflix, uh, because you could see some unwinding of the long short positions where Netflix could underperform in the near term as they go for more value oriented plays. But see, in a trading community, this is the kind of stuff you talk about. And this is the value of sharing ideas, sharing perspectives. This is what's really helpful when everyone opens the kimono and shares what they see, what they know. Everyone learns with everyone from everyone. Hey, Andrew, if I would take a, a swipe at an important question that you sent to me before this that you thought would be helpful to the online community, which is how does accountability differ between an online community and a prop firm? And so at a prop firm, there's a risk manager. 
And at a prop firm, the trader meets with the risk manager and they determine what the risk limits are going to be for that particular trader, what the risk limits are overall for their intraday loss, what the limits are going to be for the trader on an individual trade as a loss, what uh, the weekly loss limit's going to be, what the monthly loss limit's going to be, what the max position size is going to be. And there's a very clear plan as to what happens when you hit your risk limit. So if you have a an intraday risk limit of $1,000 and you are short 2,000 shares of Netflix and down $895, the risk manager is going to tap you on the shoulder and say, how are you possibly going to stay within your risk guidelines of only losing maximum $1,000 with the position that you have? Why don't you pare down your size? And then after you pare down your size, why don't you tell me what your stop's going to be for this particular short position as the market is not going down on this particular given day? And uh, if you god forbid for some reason can't hit the cover button and stop yourself out when we get above a thousand dollars i will do that for you and then if i have to do that for you you are not going to be able to trade for the next several days and so the idea of this is not to be draconian the idea of this is there's a risk manager who's there to protect you the risk manager there there to protect you when you are not seeing screens well, when you are doing things that are not in your self-interest, and is there to protect the firm's capital and, and and your own career. And I have seen in 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 moments when things get get dicey, where careers can be ended within 15, 30 minutes if if risk management is not under control that's, that's all it takes you know we had some of those volatility products really blow up uh, not too long ago it ended people's careers it, it almost actually blew up an entire prop firm that was not our firm that 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 is another firm uh, on the street that's how important it is if in 15 30 minutes a bad mistake can blow up an entire prop firm. It certainly can blow up your trading career. You can you can lose lose hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, with if you're not careful at certain moments. Things just don't have to turn around. Uh, so that is a huge distinction between the accountability at a prop firm uh, and yourself. I would encourage you, of course, to develop a system where you're you're empowering somebody to hold you accountable to your risk whether that's your broker whether that's a trading partner of yours um that's one big that's a huge difference yeah i see that's uh, definitely one thing that uh, the discipline um for people who are not part of a uh, prop firm has to be more internal while prop traders although they are internal discipline but more external 
help is uh, really useful for risk management. Um, I mean, we are past the one hour. Um, well, I just wanted to thank you uh, for for your time and generosity. Always, not only now, but always, you've been for traders for decades with books, publications, Twitter, um, YouTube, SMB University, and Dr. Brett. All, you should always uh, check them out in the weekly contributions that they have, daily videos that they have, and uh, the amount of learning that you can get even for free. Andrew, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. We, we've got to ask Dr. Steenbarger to explain. I don't know if you can see this, Dr. Steenbarger. But this should be in quotes. This is something that I've heard you say at our firm. You're meant to do great things. Can you please share with this trading community what you mean by that? You know, the important thing is not trading. The important thing is doing things meaningful with your lives. Life is way too short to be mediocre, to be me too. Whatever you decide to undertake, it could be trading, it could be some other form of work, it could be something in a romantic relationship. Whatever you undertake, make it significant, make it meaningful, make it successful. Be the best version of yourself that you can be. And that's what being in a trading community can help you do, is inspire each other, help each other, become the best traders you can possibly be. Thanks for having us. It's past my bedtime. Thank you, Andrew and company. And uh, I look forward to staying in touch with everyone. Thanks, Thank everyone. you so much. I appreciate that and looking forward to learning from you all the time thank um, you yeah that was great i mean i wish uh, i wish i had dr brett this morning telling what he said earlier uh it would have saved me a lot of thousands of dollars uh, if i was hearing <laughs> what he mindset about uh don't think that feds are buying this is different uh, i'm not gonna get into that dr brett but i I could make way more money if I had you. Right. Plus telling you where the CTA models kick in above 2,900, right? No, oh, yeah, trying exactly. to follow adding liquidity to the market. There you go. There you go. Have a good night. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Good night.